Take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I don't care, I'm still free. You can take the sky from me. Take me out to the black. Tell them I ain't coming back. Burn the land and boil the sea. You can take the sky from me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Drunks and Dragons Random Encounters. This week and this entire block of episodes, we are playing Firefly, set within the Fate system. With us this week is your GM, Michael Thrifty Nerd Tomorrow. Hey, guys. We're finally doing the last thing from our Kickstarter, and it's only a year and a half later. Hey, patience is a virtue. Sarah Tompkins! Hello, everyone. I am back. I missed you. And Nika Howard! Hey, guys. Show me your pecs. <laughs> get, on the, <laughs> get on the fucking dance floor. Yeah. I want a sexy uh, dance with my yeah, buddies so, from the gym. <laughs> so we originally were going to... There there's a tabletop RPG for Firefly, right? But there due is. to some litigation, it's extremely difficult to get a hold of, and we decided why not just play Firefly inside of Fate, which you can play anything with. So here right. we are. Fate, yeah, Fate is neat because you can just do anything. That's what like, Tim just said, and then I repeated it. <laughs> um, and yeah, the, the best thing about Fate is that you can do anything. The, you know what, the possibilities you know are endless. Fate, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> anything you want. Um, so, guys, we just got back several days ago from GeeklyCon. Mm-hmm. And, well, three of us did. Oh. And uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm still exhausted. How are you flat, guys feeling? Flat me was there. Yeah. Flat you was there. It was it was smaller than I thought it would be. Oh, you mean her bow doom? <laughs> oh, flat, yes. <laughs> what? He just said flat. <laughs> I said it earlier. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like my, today may be the first day my voice doesn't sound like i've been smoking yeah my entire life but yeah nika how are you feeling uh i mean i feel pretty normal except for like the whole friend depression i miss y'all yeah man it's like after i I got done watching avatar and i got real sad yeah i want to go to blue people at planet fuck (laughs) and i haven't drank alcohol in like three days which feels really weird yeah, I, yeah. I, took a, I took a break. Today's the first day that I've drank since I got home on Monday. Yeah. I felt like I needed to keep drinking. Oh. <laughs> just never stopped. I think that's yeah, I never stopped the crash. You're an alcoholic. Is that? Yeah, now I'm an alcoholic. Are we? Um, are, we're actually here so for I an intervention. Like, Michael, we're worried about weekend. you. <laughs> we're praying for you. <laughs> Uh, so, so this is the first episode. We're, we're, this is going to be, uh, I believe, a six-episode arc. What? So the first episode will be um, me explaining to these people what fate is, and to you people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's pretty easy. So no, it's no, it's not going to be like Tondi explaining Shadowrun, where you need a slide ruler and note cards, and I don't know what else. A sextant. Um, yes. No sextants needed. Uh, and then we're going to do uh, the next episode will be character creation, which is actually very fun in Fate. You um, you go around and like tell stories and stuff. 
and uh, and then we'll play a few games of Firefly in Fate, or just Fate with the Firefly genre stuck onto it. Right, because the best part about Fate is you can use any setting. Yes, right. indeed. So it's a very, um, for those not familiar, which because it's not a lot of people know about it, uh, it is. Uh, it was. They did a Kickstarter, and um, and everyone's who's kind of read it thinks it's really cool. I have yet to hear about anyone actually playing it, and we this is gonna be the first time we're playing it. So hopefully, it is actually cool. Uh, but where was I going with this? Fate is awesome. Yeah, it's fate is new. awesome. You can okay. do anything um, in it. So it's a. It's a very uh, story-driven game. It's not heavy on rules and junk. Uh, it is very collaborative. Uh, mm-hmm. It is, you know, like you guys will be coming up with story details. It's not just like me telling you what happens. And like, there's actually a mechanic in the game for you to create story details. So uh, you can just be like, uh, I, you know, I can do this, and then you pay a fate point, and you can do it. Right. Kind of thing. Uh, and I so thought the it, fact that when you create a character, you have to be partially created by your, your pals was super interesting. Yeah. You're, you don't just be like, oh, I'm this guy. He's from Paler's Hope. He has a dark past. You're like, you know, I woke up on a slab, and then I went on an adventure. And then the rest of your pals have to come up with the next beats of your adventure and how you guys are connected, which is super cool. So I think it's interesting. I think it should be. I feel like if, if there were a spectrum between when the spectrum went like fiasco and then in the middle was like D&D and then on the far end was Shadowrun where crazy mm-hmm. people are, um, it would be set somewhere in between D&D and fiasco. Yeah, and I thought the, the way that it sort of sounded was, it was very fiasco dur- endurance-like where you kind of, even together, it sounds like you're supposed to choose the setting, not just the... Right. Absolutely. That that could totally be a thing that that happened. Um, it's not happening now because Kickstarter. But uh, but yeah, totally. That is definitely a thing. Um, Tim, tell me more about what you about fate. No. So like uh, the big thing is you get your group together, right? Right. Then you get your setting. How about you take it away? <laughs> um, so I guess. I guess I'm gonna. So let me let me just start running through this this thing this thing that is fate, and um, you guys just interrupt me at any point in time ah. and ask me questions. Ah, and um, so basically, it is it's a collaborative tabletop play role playing game, uh, focusing on storytelling and being cool. And sort of the major ideas are you have things called aspects. And you, which are basically descriptive things attached to other things. I'll get into that. Um, there's aspects, there's fate points, which is sort of like the currency. There's uh, skills and stunts, which allow you to do things. And then there's stress and consequences, which are sort of like health or whatever. Right. So. And maybe in a more hardcore uh, role-playing game, all of these things would be outlined and they would have extensive play testing based on each individual right. skill, each individual stunt, every, each individual aspect. But Fate's like, you know, here's some example ones, but you know what? You can change it any way you want and, uh, in fact, right. a lot of your aspects are making up on your own. Yep, absolutely. I mean, you're, you are def- you're making up all of the aspects. I mean, there's... Because aspects are basically just... It's like a phrase. 
and uh, you make up whatever the phrase is, and then you can use it in the game. It's, yeah, and I think when we first were discovered Fate, uh, uh, Thrifty, you came up with, you kind of built our characters somewhat in the Fate system. Do you remember anything about the Drunks and Dragons people? I actually, I actually totally today went and, and did uh, all of our, well, I did Harper and Tom the Dragonborn. Yeah. Um, so just to get people at ease, how, how's that? How's that work? Um, so, like, an aspect for Tom the Dragonborn would be um, maybe, like, I hate gnolls. Okay. That would be, and then, like, if you were fighting a gnoll, uh, he would get some sort of bonus for fighting a gnoll. Or yeah, if or, he saw some gnolls and didn't want to fight them, I, as a GM, could be like, you need to go fight those gnolls because you hate yeah. gnolls. And if he accepts your, what is it, prompt or whatever, compel. Yeah. If he accepts no. your compel, he gets right. a um, fate point. And if he says no to your compel if within reason then he, he spins a fate point. right yeah so the other one the other aspects that came up for him were uh omnisexual and i need that body part nobody you can silence laugh. just silence see if, if jennifer were here she would have laughed i smiled but doesn't work the same <laughs> podcasts are not a visual medium <laughs> they are not. <laughs> and to, to play, basically what you need are, you need just like a character sheet. Um, you can use fate dice, or you can just use a d6, uh, and you just need four of those. That's really all you need to play. Isn't it uh, crazy op- how simple it is? Optionally, optionally, you can use tokens for fate points, but it's really not important. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if you're around the table, if you're using poker chips, that looks badass, but... Right. Uh... And you know you can have index cards. They suggest index cards. I, you know it's. Yeah, cool. I think this game actually works. It seems when I was reading the book, it seems really good for roll twenty because just how we mm-hmm. did uh, fiasco, endurance, and, and stuff like that. You can kind of keep up your own individual um, notes up there. It's like, oh well, here's the the aspects for this person. And the other thing too is, although Thrifty is uh, uh, GMing this. We can compel each other. So obviously, mm-hmm. Nika, Sarah, and I are the players in the Firefly world. So if it, it we get to a circumstance, we're like, well, obviously Nika would do that. I'd be like, hey, 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 I think Nika would do that. Maybe it could be my character needs right. a distraction, so I compel Nika to um, explode uh, an orphanage or something like that. Because her nice. aspect is, I hate orphans. Classic. Right. I, I do. Distraction. <laughs> Um, so just to go a little bit deeper into aspects, uh, so that aspects are definitely like what is unique about fate. That's, that's like its thing. It's, it's hook. Uh, and so you can have aspects for like the main thing is you'll have them for your character, but then you can also have them for the game world itself. It'll have an aspect. Um, and then you can have situational aspects. Mm -hmm. So that might be a situational aspect might be like my leg is broken or, um, I've been disarmed or it could be like this planet has low gravity or it could be like there's barrels over there that are exploding barrels and then you can use those when in the game uh, another ex- oh here's another example of a character aspect Harper's would be my dark past um, <laughs> how would you use my dark past and you would be like talking to somebody and um, I would say you have, to, you have to be mean to them because of your dark path. 
Man, he's so sad, guys. Man, his dark past is so dark. Just wanted. Yeah. And the cool thing, too, is some of the situational aspects are tied into um, each player's special moves. So Mm. instead of being like, I have acid orb, you could say, I have disarm or repost or something like that. And you would add a situational aspect to an enemy or to whatever, which is disarmed, dazed, blah, 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 which I think is pretty cool. Does that, so does that, um, Nika and Sarah, is that making any sense? I think it'll make more sense once we play it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. How are you feeling right now? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we just get into it? Or well, whatever well, you think keep is going. Nice. Yes, keep going. So, um, <laughs> so then, so fate points are like the currency of the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. So each you'll start each round, you'll start each play session with a certain number of fate points, right? And then you can spend them or gain them through different things. So, uh, basically, let's say you roll really bad, you can if you can figure out a way to connect what's happening with uh, one of your aspects, you can be like, I spent a fade point, and then you re-roll something. So let's say, you know, you're a sniper. One of your aspects is never misses a shot or something. And you miss a shot, then you could spend a fade point, and then you get to re-roll or give yourself a bonus. Yeah. But the people think of the fate points or the aspects as like feats in D&D, but really it's it's more of an RP thing that you use to to define your character. And then at certain points... So wait. To make it more interesting. So wait, so the aspect, if I was com- going to compare it to like Durance, would be your oath. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very similar to that. Okay. It, I'm not, not exactly, you're... but yeah. It's like a phrase or whatever that would describe your character, right? right. Okay. Yeah. Because I think right. in like the Marvel um, RPG, they have something similar to that, and I've done that. Okay, cool. Yay, yeah. that makes and sense. And your top two, your top two aspects are high concept. So in the description they give in the rule book is it's like unmistakable swordsman or something like that. So it's this girl that's like a really badass swords lady who's sort of known or something along those lines. Uh, so, I think it's like infamous swords woman or something. Yeah, exactly. So your top aspect is who you are. It's like okay. your class is who your person is. It's right, that's your high concept. Your right. high concept. And then mm-hmm. you add in what's called a trouble. And the trouble could be like... That's like the main, that would be Harper's Dark Past, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, where your person comes from and okay. sort of why they are who they are. But it should be somewhat negative. Oh, okay. That would be like something like, would so would would an aspect be like, it's something that defines your character, but then trouble would be something like, you cannot tell a lie or something like that. Exactly. Right. Okay. Well, each aspect should be... A two-edged sword. You shouldn't have any aspect that's just good and just bad. Okay. Right. The really good ones will be able to do both, okay. for right. sure. Because that's what makes it interesting. You know? Right, 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 um, yeah. For instance, Kaylee from Firefly. Uh, from Firefly, you could give her the like aspect of genius mechanic, but but that is really only, could only be used for um, you know for good stuff. But, like, if you remember when Kaylee was introduced, she was having intercourse uh, with the current mechanic of the Firefly. Yeah. So you could say her aspect were, like, engines make her hot. And right. then 
And then you could say, you know, she could be going through a bazaar and see like an engine part and you'd be like, well, you know, you have to go be obsessed about that engine part because you're so crazy into engine parts. Exactly. So if we're doing like if doing like classic 4E D&D and we're doing a skill challenge and like you get running through a bazaar, it's like, well, I want to run fast from these guards. Like, nope. Kaylee stops and looks shiny at this new Firefly whatever engine booster. And slows right. you down. So yeah, and so and something where that that would happen, then she would gain a fate point, which she could use later for to do cool stuff. Okay. Right. Um, so my, the other example I was coming up with was uh, if we remember Latigo from from Shadowrun, um, like an aspect for him would be something like, "I only feel when I kill." <laughs> and so uh, you know, when we were in that situation with the taxi driver where the taxi driver wanted him to come in the back seat, and everyone knew that Latigo was going to go in and murder that guy. A nice player might not have gone in and murdered that guy. But if that was his aspect, then the GM could have been like, I think you would go murder that guy. Yeah. And you'd be like, yep, I would. I and would. And you know, accept the fate point and go in and murder the guy. Right. And the way to describe it is you're constantly gaining and losing fate points. That's like the crux of fate, oddly enough. And yeah, there's like some more hardcore rules but if you get the concept of if you treat the game as durance or as um fiasco um fiasco fiasco i knew it was an f i'm smart then you have the right idea there's much more mechanics going on but we can get in that like that just kind of happens naturally I don't. I, the, I don't think they'll be at the forefront of your brain i mean it's mostly just going to be us going through and doing stuff and then every once in a while you know, we'll have to figure out if something works or doesn't work. Right. And Did you understand for combat when you get, like, boosts and uh-huh. things like that? That uh, kind of confused me a little bit. So do you, have to yeah. do, like, well, do you have to do, like, ability checks or skill checks or anything like that? Um, so the way so the, the way those work is uh, if you're doing, let, let's say you're climbing a ladder. Okay. You know, you would just climb the ladder. You wouldn't have to, like, need a check. Okay. Uh, but if it were... If it were like a... Like, I'm going um, to punch that guy in the face. Right. Or if it were like a oil-slicked ladder, rope ladder that's spinning, you know, then you might have to roll an athletics Classic. check to get up of it. Up it. And then Classic. Basically, I, I just decide it should be this hard to do it, and then you um, use your athletics skill, and then you roll four dice and see what you get. Okay. Yeah. And since we don't have fate dice, essentially how it works is one and two... Are negative, uh, three and four are neutral, and five and six are positive. So the way it works out is every positive you get is a point, and any negative you get is negative points. So if you roll a five, a six, and two ones, that's still a zero. If you roll right. two sixes, uh, a one and a three, then that's one. And then you add that on to whatever your athletic skill is. Right. So you can get anything from a minus four to a plus four. Does that only count for, say, like if I was trying to climb up that oil slick ladder, or is it something uh-huh. that gets saved? Because you mentioned that you're constantly gaining and losing fate points. Yeah, you'll you'll just have like three fate points or five fate points at any given time, yeah. and you spend them. And like, so let's say let's say you're on, so let's say you're climbing the oil slick ladder, and you need a. Um, uh, like you know, plus two or something. Although I think I want to use the, um, not the like numbers. I think I want to use the words. So let's say you need a 
you need a good roll so that it, to uh, climb the ladder, and you only roll, uh, you know, mediocre. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or an average. You need a good, and you only roll an average. So you're gonna fail, but you could be like, wait, I spent a fate point, and um, I have this aspect that I can tie into it, and so I get plus two, and so I succeed. Uh, okay. And then you spend the fate point for doing the the cool thing. And, yeah. Uh, it- it almost sounds like Edge from uh, Shadowrun. It's similar to that. Basically, like, ooh, I didn't do this good, or I want to make sure that I do this good. So you right. spend uh, fate point just like you would in Fire or uh, right. Shadowrun for the Edge. Right. So that'll either give you a plus two or let you completely reroll if you need like a lot of points and you just want to go for it. You can also add multiple ones. So, like, if you have multiple apps, but they have to be from different aspects. So okay. We're using a lot of, like, tech, technical terms right now, which is probably making it not easy to follow because we're saying aspect and compel and junk like that. Um, but okay. I, I promise it's going to be so easy. No, I totally got it. <laughs> and, I totally uh, have this- it. I can do it by my... So I'll close right now. And so, okay, so you have you have what's called refresh, which is how much, how much, how many fate points you start every session with. So, mm-hmm. and you can, I think you can carry them over if you've got like extras and stuff. So basically, right. so basically, that's your currency to give yourself bonuses. Yeah, and the thing is that your refresh is based on how many stunts you have. Stunts are kind of you are very unique, actually. That's the whole point of the uniqueness yeah. of the game. Uh, they described it with there could be a thousand characters that have a um, a, a, a a great fight skill, but only one character has this the stunt of like flying ninja kick man for the fight skill because you come up with it. Um, and the more stunts you get across your entire character means the less fate points you get on refresh. So okay. do you want to have the ability to spend fate points more without even getting without getting more fates? So that means you probably have to like role role play harder and stuff like that. So that's right. kind of like the, a a good balance there. The baseline is you start with um, three fate points each time, mm-hmm. uh, but if you want to have extra stunts, you can start with two or one. So okay. so you can have an extra two stunts. And how do you, you develop want. stunts? Is that something you just say like I want to be able to do? you know, XYZ at the beginning? Or is that something that happens Um, as you're playing? So, um, you can, so when you're going through and picking your skills, you can attach stunts to the skills. Uh, you don't have to do it right away. You can do it while you're playing. So like, like once you have, once you have the stunt, you have the stunt. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so like if you were a hula hoop champion, if that was like your aspect or something like that, Mm -hmm. would a stunt be, I can spin 12 hula hoops at once. Um, a stunt would more like... Or like, like, I can kill someone with a hula hoop. Um, well, they're more like, let's say... Let me let me pull up uh, some examples. It would kind of be like, if you're using a metal hula hoop against a, uh, a child, then you get plus two okay. to your fate points. Okay. So they try to make it limited... And sometimes some of the baselines are, yeah, you get plus whatever to your roll. Some of them are you get to add a special thing to it. So, like, if it's a sword, then you can disarm someone or something like that. Okay. 
And they, they do give you a lot of, in the book, a lot of different stunts to roll off of. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be able to disarm them, or I want to be able to use my notice skill uh, for the same as empathy or something like that. Then that's a stunt. And sometimes you have to spend a point for it, or sometimes you just have to use it less or something like that. If it's like really powerful, you can say like you can only use it once per encounter, or you you know you can say you have to use a fate point every time. Uh, stuff like and, that. And since each setting's different, it might not necessarily make sense, depending on your character, to have a certain bonus. So like a standard bonus in the book may be way overpowered in our specific campaign. So we kind of chat about it and we add limiters ourselves. So if it right. was. Uh, I can shoot super good, and my stunt was, while using a pistol, I shoot crazy good. It's like, well, you're going to be using a lot of pistols, so it'll have to be something like, I don't know, uh, when I'm dueling, I can shoot a pistol off someone's hand, or okay. I can get the drop it's, on it's someone faster. It's very specific. Exactly. Or like, you know, uh, let's say I, I'm the quickest draw in the West, so... So at the beginning of every round, you would get some bonus because you're so fast. Right. It's sort of that sort of thing. So if you get real specific with it, uh, it makes it sort of easier to to use. And it's just it's just what we have. Like you know, it, if this sounds confusing, it's just what we decide. It's just yeah. whatever we hash out. Okay. Because so it can it can really be anything? Yeah, and the fastest draw in the West could also be an aspect too. Right. You could be infamous in the West for being a fast draw in right. the West. But then okay, yeah, okay. Again, it sounds confusing. No, it's I'm sure that once that right. If I'm confused in the middle right. of it, I'll just cry, and then you can help me. <laughs> yeah, you well, should make that an aspect. <laughs> I cry when I'm confused. I cry when I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a half bad aspect. Um, so, like for for instance, okay, so just to give you an example, so stunts are all um, connected to skills, right? So they're just a stunt is a thing that makes a specific skill sort of unique to you. Mm-hmm. Is a way to look at it. Um, so let's say you have an athletic skill, then you can add a stunt for sprinter, and like that would make you, you know, when you're running away, it would make it. It would give you bonuses for that. Or they use uh, an example of, you know, parkour because it's cool. Uh, and, you know, if you're doing, if you're like doing a chase across rooftops, you need know, to give yourself a plus two if you roll badly. So it's just like basically like if you had a character in D&D, like if you wanted to cast a spell, it'd be helpful if you had, you know, or a certain intelligence level or blah, 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 blah. Mm. Right? Yeah. I mean, really, really what they are is they're to make your skills sort of unique to you okay. um, and let you do interesting things okay. with them. Right. And, and they're, again, they're supposed to be not overpowered. And if they are overpowered, then you get to at half, you have to use them with a fate point or you can only do it once per right. session or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So... Oh, the other, the one other thing you can do with a fate point, which I'm not sure if I mentioned or not, is you can use them to uh, create a story detail. Let's say you're behind a locked door, and you could be like, "Well, my character always carries lockpicks with him." Yeah. And you know, pay a fate point, and then you could just do that and say that, "Oh, that's a story detail now." Is that my character always has lockpicks with him? Okay. Cool. 
It's kind of like just throwing a a wrench in the overall system because it's just wrenches flying back and forth. It's the GM saying, you're ugly, so you don't get in the door. Then you're like, well, I'm really smart, so I know how to get around the back. So does the DM, do you decide if, is every sort of thing, like if you're behind a locked door and you say, my character always carries lock, Uh is that always Mm -hmm. worth one fate point or can the GM decide that it's worth two? Right. Um, I don't think that I don't think they necessarily say that. There's I mean, no like value mean... on on deciding something. Like right. That. Okay. Yeah, I it mean, seemed fairly binary. We, okay. That's the thing we could do, but like, but in theory, you know, if you were like, well, my I've got a story detail of that. I'm on fire okay. all the time, and, I, and it's great. And I I would be like, no, that's stupid. You can't do that. <laughs> okay. Um, gotcha. Well, if I spend 17 fade points, it's like <laughs> you've been hoarding them the entire time, and I'll allow it. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I can. It's been, it's been worth it. Is You're there on fire. also you mentioned that you can carry fade points over? Uh huh. Is there like? Is it like? time off you can only have so many carried over or is it like as no. many as you yeah. want um you can have six weeks of fate points okay. but not more than that <laughs> is that what it says no <laughs> okay it's like, well, it's like that's weird because we're only doing three yeah and th- they try to heavily encourage you to use your fate points not just like hoard them because what's right. the point it's not fun that way if you're just yeah. sitting there and be like yeah Right. Yeah, I got 25 fate points. And everyone's like, so, your, your people are dead. Everyone you know is dead. Like, yeah, but my fate points, though. <laughs> but I got all these sweet these fate, fate points. points. Use all these fate points to bring someone back. Yeah, I have all, I find all the Dragon Balls using my notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am Jesus. <laughs> Can we switch our campaign to Dragon Ball Z? I know. Um, I have a pretty hard time... Uh, okay, running a so Dragon Ball Z character. Are there I've never seen it. You're Yamcha, you're Tien, and you're Chaozu. So you guys start on Kame's planet. <laughs> Can we have like two episodes of us powering up? Yo, oh, it's all powering up. Yeah, oh, okay. So, okay, we'll just yell at each other and throw fate points around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't, you're not yelling loud enough. Spend a fate point. <laughs> Okay, so skills, uh, just skills. just going back around to skills. Uh, so like we will have skills specific to the genre. So let's say um, what might in like a medieval campaign be ride, like you ride a horse or a donkey or such, um, that you could use the same skill. It could be drive or fly or, or you know pilot mm-hmm. an airplane. Basically transport. Uh, Right. Yeah, it depends uh, on your setting. And like you know, shoot could be shooting a an arrow or shooting a laser beam or you know shooting a gun or so, magic or biotics or something right. like that. Oh, I was gonna say, can you pretty much like pick, or is there like a set list of skills that you have? So yes. there, like we, like I could have developed an entirely new set of skills mm-hmm. um, had I had the time or energy or brain power to do such a thing you were creative enough you mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm kidding i'm really kidding just be nice god sarah <laughs> my feelings so yeah so we're, we'll be using like the kind of like the basic ones but then if you guys think like i want to be a psychic or something that, yeah 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 yeah. i do that then 
but then like you know and they, it gives you the book gives a gives ways to sort of bolt on whole different things mm-hmm. like that yeah. like you could have a psychic skill and you could have all sorts of things because everything uh, they give you a handful of skills and everything could be under one of those skills but sometimes you need to break them up but they also warn you don't break them up too much that's not fun and the, the point of each skill is to either overcome an obstacle uh create an advantage against either the environment or against an enemy or whatever um attack or defend so every skill is either to be like if it's fighting um you'd punch someone that'd be your attack or if it's fighting you'd block someone that would be your defend um athletics your overcome would be like i'd jump over a barrel of flaming dog poopy and the create advantage would be like i climb on top of a a roof to get height advantage so that's kind of what you're always thinking about is can i get can i overcome an obstacle or an attack or something like that can i create an advantage can I attack myself or can I defend an exact attack? I don't, I don't know if that sounds like a lot or not, but that's kind of like everything you can do. We've sort of already described sort of everything you can do in this game. So um, it might seem like a lot all at once, but it's really compared to like a D&D or something like that. Right. And the thing is, we described what would be considered a lot of conflict. While you still have the other part is a lot of role playing stuff. So mm-hmm. you're still just trying to mostly role play together as pals and buds in order to figure out how to save the world from Godzilla. And yeah, sometimes skills will come up there, but sometimes they won't. Sometimes it's just your aspects. So does right. do all the things we just discussed, are they mm-hmm. are they kind of are they developed beforehand or are some of them developed as you play? Um, you're talking about like the skills and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. or, so, uh, they leave that up to you. Okay. So if you were like stuck on something, you're like, ah, I can't think of a good aspect right now. You can absolutely just add it later. Well, yeah. so, like, like, like you were saying, you know, my character always carries lockpicks. That's, that's just something used for fate points, but that doesn't have to do with stunts or extras or aspects or anything. Right. That's just sort of an added detail. Uh, right. That could just be like a thing. I okay. mean. I mean, to say, like, my character always, that might be a little bit overreaching, but, like, you know, to say, like, my character has them right now. Okay. Or something. okay. Could you have an aspect be, like, always ready or something like that, and, like, that would kind of take care of that situation, or is that too general? They definitely have some very general uh, examples. Like, one example they give is, like, a more like a magician-y kind of wizard guy um, who's, you know, not big into fighting and stuff, but, like, he has an aspect where uh, it's, like, if I haven't been there, I've read it in a book. And so, you know, they're brought in front of, like, the tribal leader, and they're speaking in some weird tongue that he's never heard before. And, um, and he goes, you know, he spends a fate point to say, like, well, I read about this language in a book. And so I can actually start talking to him now. Hmm. So I mean, right. you definitely less, can do. It's less like a skill thing where it's like, how good do I roll to speak this language? It's more of a, you kind of can reverse, you change time and space and like, oh, I know this now. Okay. You know, like okay. if you were to ask the person playing the character, do you speak this tribal language? Like, no. But then once you find the that tribe and they're trying to kill you like oh uh yeah uh, I suddenly did. Here's I the thing. Oh, okay yeah 
So basically, it's kind of like D&D with a lot of, well, not a lot, but a limited amount of get-out-of-jail-free cards. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, but each a lot of the get-out-of-jail-free cards are also go-to-jail-please. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. If they're if they're done properly, they're both. Okay. Like the one you said, Nika, that was always ready. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could change it to um, overly aware yeah. or uh, something like that. So like, yeah, they're or like paranoid or something like that. Where yeah, they're ready when the bad things happen, but maybe they're overly distracted, preparing for bad things when nothing bad's happening. Yeah, if that right. makes sense. Um, so as far as as far as skill goes, skills go, uh, we're going to use like what's called a skill pyramid, um, which you'll get one great skill. Here it's a skill plate now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nutrition joke. God. Sorry. High five. Sorry, there you guys. Go. High five. Please leave. Um, so you get one great skill, two good skills, three fair skills, and four average skills. So basically, you're going to go through and pick like what you're really good at and what you're okay at so on and so forth yeah um and then anything else will be a mediocre uh and those basically translate to numbers so it's like you get one skill that's plus four and two skills that are plus three um so there's that and then you get you you can attack or you can tack on to those uh the three stunts to make yourself even cooler yeah um the other like the final like main mechanic idea is the stress and consequences so these this replaces what would be hit points in another game um so so you basically you start with uh, everybody has physical and mental stress so you could have like a whole game where you know it's just about arguing and causing people mental (laughs) stress and (laughs) like if you're playing the debate club RPG. Right. That's what we're <laughs> debate Wait, club clean. RPG. <laughs> the real I mean, they, um... <laughs> model United Nations RPG. Yeah, exactly. If we did the model United Nations <laughs> RPG, right. and like you can, and you can add on whole different, like they give you ways to add on whole different tracks to that. So you could have like wealth could be a stress track. So like if you had some weird financial game. Um, you know, where you're Monopoly. wheeling and dealing, can you could be taking Wolf wealth damage. <laughs> yeah, the Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street RPG. Um, yeah. Yeah. I... So, <laughs> sorry, go ahead, no, please. No, I'm done. Please talk, because I'm just rambling. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was a bad Wolf of Wall Street joke. We're done. It's okay. Don't worry about it. The time has passed. Right. I'm sure it's so. Fine. Sure no, it's I'm sure it was a really good joke. Thanks, guys. Um, so, okay. I appreciate your support. <laughs> so everyone starts with two stress boxes. One of the other things that skills can do, like if you take the physique skill, it will give you more stress boxes. Um, so you basically can fight more, get punched more and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so basically those are, you get like a one and a two stress box. Why, and, okay, uh, question. Yeah. Why are one and two dark and three and four light? That's a great because question. He, he's kind of explaining this, it in a weird way. That's a very good question. Um, those are the ones that you actually have. <laughs> One and, and two. So if you, okay. so if you take the physique skill, then you can get you can darken in those other, those mm-hmm. other uh, stress boxes. So if you have like a high physique, 
then you can darken in three and four. If you have a right. low physique, I forget what the exact number is, you can darken in three. If you don't have any physique, you can't darken in any of those two. Okay. So then how do you develop how do you develop if you get a three and four in either category? Right. So if you take the um, if you take the will skill Will's then and then you and you have it at a certain level, then you get those other boxes. And same thing with physique. If you take the physique skill and you add you get those other boxes. But how do you get right. the other boxes? If you, by having the, that skill. Yeah. So if you have a really high physique and a high will, you could... I don't think you could all both of the extra two of both. I'm not sure. But it's essentially you're saying, my, this character is a beefy fellow or lady, or my character is a very smart, you know, all put together fellow or lady. And that's right. why you get extra. The standard human right. or whatever gets two in each. Okay. Right. So you're just like when you're going through and picking, like I want to pick, um, I want to pick the athletic skill, or I want to pick the shooting skill, or I want to pick the riding skill. One right. of them is just a skill that basically gives you more of these. It takes away from your skill if you have higher physique or higher mental. Well, no, it's it's the fact that you, you remember the pyramid. Remember the pyramid? I do. It, okay. it looks more like um, it's half a pyramid, really. <laughs> So here's the thing. So when you're going through and picking your skills, you have a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten skills that you can pick for your entire all of your skills. Okay. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you got so this pyramid. Do you understand the pyramid? Uh, yeah. Maybe I don't. Then it's on the back of money. You know that thing, the eyeball. <laughs> I know what it's a pyramid like... is. I'm looking so at. I'm looking this... at the sheet. Okay, look at the sheet. I'm so at the so sheet. see how it says. Do you have this sheet? The see long how it one? says. There's like I don't know if you can see it. There's no, I don't have that one. Oh, uh, there's a little guy that says like you get one great skill at plus four, two good no, at plus this three. This is this is all I have. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, is that why I'm being really dumb right now? No, you're not being dumb. You're doing great. This is this is good stuff. This is all. You know, what, if we just go ahead and quality. do it, I'm sure I'll figure it out as we go. Well, let's. We're, we're. I feel like I we're feel so like, close. I feel like I'm that kid in class who just like just doesn't get it, and every other kid is like, "God damn it! God damn it! It's God long division. Damn it, Brian! It's so easy." No, I think I that, was the kid that couldn't figure out how to multiply by nine using your fingers. I'm like, uh, I don't get it. And then finally, I was like, Oh, you get one physical box if you have one. All right, let me take one more crack at this. Okay, so so the skill pyramid. So it says great plus four, and there's one slot, right? Yes. Right. So you can put one skill in there. Okay. Yes. Oh, so, okay. I get it now. I just so thought, it could be like for five, some reason. It could be, for some reason, I thought this was like. Never mind. I thought I thought it was like. It, <laughs> I get it now. Oh yeah, there's the the skill half pyramid. I see what you're saying. Do you the see what I'm half saying? Pyramid works. It's like half pyramid. At least yeah, for but me, if you it push is. them over to be equal, it'd be a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> They're just two lined up. It looks like it looks like like a fidelity thing on a on a stereo. It's like yeah, it does. <laughs> like if we played so, if we played that DJ Muscle song. What is it? Muscle boy. <laughs> DJ Muscle louder. boy. Yeah, louder. Louder. Uh, if you um, okay, I get it now. Because for some reason, I thought that it was like it was being very obvious in terms of like oh. This is this meant. Never mind. I thought there was one for each level. Do you know what I mean? Instead of instead right. of like four mm-hmm. for this level and three for right. this level and two for this level. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So you now stick you goes. stick okay. one skill in the great 
one, two skills in the good, three skills in the fair, and four right. skills in the Totally average. got it and, now. I was totally missing that. And see, that's why these boxes on the right of the half pyramid are gray. Well, yeah, no, I got that. But I just thought that I thought that it was like, oh, I don't know. I thought you got one for each level. Yeah. No, I get you, right. girl. So here's the, the reason that they're gray is eventually when you advance, you'll get more skills. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We won't be doing that in this game, so. We will not be doing that in this game. Um, Nika, are you with us now? Yeah, you... yeah, because I just realized if I don't know, Sarah, if you have this one, it was in the email, wasn't it, that you sent? That one wasn't. I don't know. It's the I longer might have sheet. Just sent it to you. It I only on have this bottom, one. Like, Son of a bitch. Oh, okay. Yeah, on the bottom of like the long sheet, it has like what skills you get at what level, and then stress and consequences, and it yeah, says if I you have... have like average or fair, it gives you that many. I just looked at that, so that's why I, I was a... very confused before. Let me pull up um, I used, that page. I used my printer work on this. <laughs> I do not. I and do again, not th- we're focusing. Out. We're focusing so much on this part, and that, that is just yeah. Like can we move on? I'm character. sorry. I'm so sorry. But it it is helpful to know that this is. Yeah, we got hooked here, but that's not. Michael's like, gonna have to as... edit a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I just put the, that uh, character creation worksheet in there. I thought that I thought I said. I thought that it was going to be like Sarah, you're being really dumb. I thought that's what that message was going to say. <laughs> like Sarah, fucking <laughs> Sarah, stop Seriously. it. Stop asking questions right now. Just drop out of the chat right now. God damn it. Can you no, cut I'd... your shit? Okay. So anyway, so now that we've sorted that out, that's how many, that's how you get those extra boxes. So let's say you're in a fight and you get hit. Um, you fill in that box as you got hit. And when you run out of those boxes, then you have to start taking consequences. Ooh. Can you actually die in this? Yeah. Oh. I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna run and hide. Yeah. Um. You don't have to though. If you you, you don't you have never, to die. You can live forever. You can you can concede a fight, and and if you yeah. concede a fight, then um then you get a fate point. So it's like oh. you get a bonus for conceding a fight. Which I thought was kind of a coward move. Yeah. Right. You like I, I quit. Arnold point. Come on. <laughs> Give me fate. So the consequences are actually kind of neat. Um. So let's say, so if you, basically, if, uh, it's me for me, because I get to force them on people. Um, so there's mild, moderate, and severe consequences. And so let's say you're in a fight and like, you could keep going in this fight. Um, but like, you're going to take these consequences and consequences just don't just go, like stress just goes away after the fight's over. Uh, consequences do not. Do they stay So like mild would be like a black eye? So they, a mild consequence will go away after, like, after you finish your fight or whatever, then you have to re- do a recovery. And if you can successfully recover, then it goes away after the next scene. Um, so they'll, so basically a mild one will stay around for a scene. A moderate one will stay around for, like, the, in- the entire rest of the play session. And a severe one will stay for the entire arc of whatever that plot is so like right so you get like, your hand chopped off you guys are gonna say right, mild so mild would be like would be like a slap in the face moderate would be like a broken arm and then severe would be like you had your hand chopped off right or like i think mild would be like you know bloody nose okay. or or a something puffed like up that. black eye which lowers your notice skill because you can't right. see okay. as good is it always or something physical consequences or can it be like no that can be either yeah it can be mental okay as well, like you, and they even have a skill f- like empathy. You can use empathy to like that's like your intuition from D anD. d That's like I can s- test if you're lying, but you can also be like, 
hey, bro, that was messed up that you saw a baby die. If you got like a a, a, a will or a mental consequence, okay. you could right. use empathy as like a first aid on it because you're like right. chatting about him. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely like exactly Call of Cthulhu. Um, and I think if jo- uh, Josh and Veronica were going to play with us, but then they said they hated us, so then uh, they didn't. Yeah, I wish they had um, said they hated us. It was seemed unnecessary. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that yeah. would be exactly like the whole the whole role sanity thing. It's all right. exactly mm-hmm. mental stress. Exactly, like okay. you're, you're um, you don't think as clearly. It's like uh, PTSD or okay. uh, a migraine or you know or some sort you, of freak out or you Google Tub Girl. Yeah, right. And it is also an aspect. So let's say you have a, you know, moderate consequence of um, sprained ankle, then, I, and then, you know, I can use that against you. Okay. Right. Like if you jump so, up and try to touch a sign and you break your ankle, then he can use you, use that against right. you. That's like a severe consequence. That's like a severe con. Like you don't get to play as much fun at KeeklyCon, kind of sort right. of thing. I can compel you to stay home while the rest of us go to Chicago. Exactly. Theori- hypothetically. Mean. Hypothetically. <laughs> so, I, so I think that's... So I definitely think like if you're like having a tough fight and you're like, I can either get captured right now or you know, possibly get a broken arm that I'll have to be dealing with forever. Like you might you might pick not to have the broken arm. So, but you can choose though. Yeah, you, well, you can concede at any time. Okay, and you don't—you're not necessarily saying that. Like, if you keep fighting, I'll break your arm. It's you're like, oh god, um, you f- you feel like there's an entire—it's overwhelming. So it's better right. to give up sooner rather than right. a lengthy fight. Okay. Right. Okay. I mean, if you're going to take a severe consequence, that is going to be. I'm going to be using that against you for the next... Right, you be- it better be worth you it. You know, the next, like, theoretically five months or something. Ugh. So, like, you... <laughs> you know, I mean, it's kind of worse than dying. So, like, <laughs> could you just kill yourself? Just kill yourself I mean, before you... Yeah, your that would be a, a real major consequence. Yeah. yeah. That's a conceding quite a bit. <laughs> that's conceding a lot. What if your consequence right. is suicidal? Well, then, that's what that would be. Wow. Uh, that could, but yeah, that'd be a mental one. And then we could basically pat you down. Like, yeah, man, it's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's cool. You got so much to live for. So, so that's, that is all the stuff that you need to know pretty much. Okay. Uh, some other things, uh, just really briefly, there is the ladder, which is the whole, um, you know, mediocre, average, fair, good thing. Yeah. And those all have a number attached to them. I'd prefer that we use the words because I think that's more interesting than saying math stuff all the time. I got a two. Yuck. Yeah. Right. I got a two. Mm. How about I, I got, got a fair? Fair. Yeah. fair is neutral, right? Uh, mediocre. No, uh, mediocre is zero. There's a cheat sheet, too. I did say oh, a cheat sheet. That's in the email. Yeah, I definitely have the cheat sheet. Okay. But I okay. just want everything we've discussed so far is on this cheat sheet for everything. FYI. Okay. Right. Um, and you can actually go beyond these. Like you could get a plus ten. Like that is absolutely possible. But what do we call it? Yep. But how do you uh, how do you I'm gonna get go that? ahead and how do you, how do you, you can, how do you get numbers? How do you establish numbers? Well, so you roll the you've got your skill right, and your skill could be a plus four. 
Oh, gotcha, and then gotcha. You could, okay. And then, then you could roll four. Right. You could roll a plus four, so you'd have eight. And then you could attach a fate point on top of that to give yourself, like, plus ten. Yeah. Okay. And so can, us as, like, level one characters, the most we can get is probably with, like, insane fate point uses, like, plus, what, 14? You can it, get, so each person, each of your buddies could help you and give you a plus two, and then you get a plus two yourself, and then, yeah, you'd have a plus 14. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have a question. Um, Please no. On the fate dice, uh, the, huh? the plan sides, what do those mean? Those are neutral. Those mean... That's a zero. Okay, so if you got, like, a plain side and then two pluses, you'd have a fair. You'd have, yes. Okay. Yeah. You'd have a fair. And then that Very mystery good. fourth dice. Cool. Um, and I will say for the ones that have not been named, you, you guys, these guys, um, <laughs> if you get those, I I would I would like it if you would name them. Can we name them what after ourselves? You can name them whatever you want. Wait, 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 like, wait, probably what? the maximum would be uh, um, Ashley Shadowbrook, because she's so amazing. That would probably <laughs> be probably even higher, right? That's probably true. <laughs> yeah, if you get a plus nine... That's an Ash. Then, then you, got then an, you get, to an name, Ash. get to name whatever plus nine is. Oh, I see. That's fun. It could be, you know... It could be, like, wicked. Ashley Shadowbrook, or it could be, like, Shadowbrook Ash, or it could be... It could be, like, Wicked... Wicked... <laughs> Wicked Shad. It could be butt. Um, <laughs> it could just be seven 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 seven. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Tim. If if we get Jennifer to play with us, then she could name whatever minus three and minus four are. <laughs> Jennifer, you just got made fun of because you're bad. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't do it, Jennifer. So you can't dumb. hear me, but yeah. Yeah, she can't hear you. She can't um, hear you. We're not going to clarify. Uh, so there are what, what Jennifer what? is a basic functioning adult and isn't the most ugly girl in the world. Don't say that. Oh. <laughs> how was her first? Day? Did she start her new job? Yeah, yeah she how started was the on Tuesday. Job? Jennifer, say to this how good? your first. How did your first day go? Um, they were busy and good, and tomorrow's Bagel Friday. Oh, bagel what Bagel Friday? <laughs> they say what Bagel Friday? The bagels for free. That's awesome. So, guys, awesome. we're, we're about to be, we're almost done. She's going to um, go. The last things that I will discuss are, there are, so challenges is just like any time you like, so let's say you're in a fight and somebody tries to punch you, they roll dice to, to try to hit you and you roll dice to try to defend. Mm-hmm. Um, you could do that in a number of different ways, uh, depending on what, what, what skills of yours are good. Uh, like you might want to use athletics, you might want to use fight, you might want to use a number of things. So that's just a basic challenge. Um, there are contests, which are sort of like skill challenges. So, um, and, and the way those, what's that? Oh, I was like, in the movie, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, they talk about it and he goes, an archery contest. And just every time we hear contest, I always say that. Um, I like in Robin Hood Men in Tights when he pumps up his kicks. Yes. That's just me. <laughs> that's a, a really good part. That was my favorite. The homeboy um, is my favorite. <laughs> Have so, you ever seen it? What, what is your favorite part? <laughs> I like when they say, achoo, and he says, never mind. Hey, <laughs> I said, a blinkin'. Hey, blinkin'. Hey, blinkin', a blinkin here. <laughs> I'm on the east side. I'm on the 
sad. Sorry. That's a good movie. It's such a good it's really good movie. I I hate you guys all. Did you not see that movie, Michael? Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh, it's on Netflix. You should I've watch it. I've seen it. I've seen it. Well, what's your favorite part? Not very good. What's your favorite like part, the, though? Where they're wearing the tights and they sing. Well, <laughs> sing the song. Okay. They wear tights. <laughs> they wow. were very tight. Tight tights. <laughs> we go around the forest. And, and the guy from Princess Bride is in it. Yeah. Yes, good. Carrie Elwes. Um, yeah. He was what like my young He is crush. on psych now. What's that? He's on psych sometimes. Oh. He plays he was Liar Liar. Hmm. Who, who else is on psych sometimes? <laughs> Guys, this has been the entire first episode. Oh, I guess advancement. This uh, I feel bad for anybody to listen to this episode. Well, we always... The first episodes like of our random encounters, they're usually boring. But they're mostly like, get, get through it. This will help you learn how to play much faster. So either... Vaguely listen to the background so you get an idea. Because, yeah, we like to throw Put it on, on while you sleep. You need exactly. to learn. Right. Yes. And that's that's what I'm, that was my the reason why I first started listening to tabletop role-playing games was to figure out how to play them. And, yeah, right. sometimes you're going to have to have a boring-ish episode that just kind of goes through all the things and explains them to you. Exactly. Um, so there is advance, like I said, there, we weren't, we're not going to get into it. There is advancement and like, basically it's usually, uh, based on, you know, you've completed this quest or whatever. Uh, so you get this much advancement and then you get like extra skills and you can add onto your skills or make your skills better. Mm -hmm. So that's how advancement works. Cool. Yeah, it seems hippie as shit. Like, man, whatever, man, it's your game. Just, just do what you want to do, man. man. Just fucking do oh, it. Who am I? And, like, we could start with, you know, plus eight skills if we wanted to. What? Power I mean, gaming? we could. Yeah. Like, if you were going to do, and they suggest, like, let's say you're doing superheroes. Oh, yeah. You know, you you'd to. give yourself, like, really high stuff. Or if you were doing, like, super gritty, realistic things, and you might give yourself only fair and not great. So cool. There's lots of ways to tweak it and make it interesting and bolt on entirely different systems. You know, like they tell you how this is an example of how you would make magic in this game because you know, right. that would have to be a whole other thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's it. Cool. I'm that's excited. It. Do you guys feel like you know how to play fate? We're going to yeah, go over character creation. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, okay. episode two would be okay. much more interesting. <laughs> so. Things happen during character creation, so. That's when the magic starts. Right. Well, we're not going to have magic. Oh, I Did mean, not, that's when the completely yeah. average fun starts. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Um, so, I guess. God, I haven't done this in so Tim. I haven't done this in so long. What do we do? I think uh, we end these. If we have reviews, we do reviews. If we don't have reviews, which is... I don't have reviews. Review. Sarah Tompkins says that this show is the best. Thank you, Sarah Tompkins. Rebecca Howard gives it three stars. Nice um, so, I guess, come to geeklyinc.com. That's a cool website. We just put... Uh, I just put, like, a couple hundred pictures from GeeklyCon on there. Yeah, go click uh, all of them. Many They're of so them, cool. I'm very drunk. 
You can tell how drunk I am if I'm wearing it. it, it, it you, how drunk I am is how many flags I'm wearing. How many flags? <laughs> so do if I'm you wearing, have? if I'm wearing a flag, then that means I'm pretty drunk. If I look like I'm in pain, that means it's early in in the geekly con, and I'm still freaked out by all the people. Yeah, that was mostly what I encountered. Lots of scared faces from <laughs> Michael. <laughs> yeah. He was such yeah. a. You did so good. No, yeah. first, you did so Aww. good. It was his first Thanks, long buddy. trip, yeah. and <laughs> Tim. My, my favorite part was when Tim was leading everyone around Chicago because he was so in his element. <laughs> he was like, "Everyone, follow me!" Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's you know sometimes uh, I'm I'm not the hero that Chicago. Wanted, I'm the hero that Geekly Con needed. Exactly. Exactly. But thanks again to everyone that came. This is the first recording we did after it. It was so much fun. We had a more than a blast. So mark your calendars off for next year, if we do it next year. But uh, it's gonna happen. let your, your work know sometime next summer, 2015, if we're all still around. Then you need to, you need to go to uh, Alaska? Yeah, it's, it's in uh, Fairbanks. Fair, yeah. Uh, there is all kinds. I mean, if if for real, there are there's gonna be like an Olympic committee, yeah, where uh, people there, there's already bids happening in yeah. in the forums over at geeklyinc.com. Yeah, so uh, uh, there's some go Boston, contenders. Boston 2015. Uh, there's my... a Nola. Tim, you just intimidated with your sweet tat. I know. I'm in a gang. <laughs> uh, wait, how come yours looks so much bigger? He's so much smaller. This proportional little baby man. It's on a smaller area of skin, so maybe that does it. I'm like, like this tall. Mine's They're comparing tats right now. <laughs> I don't know. There's Same. lots of pictures of them next to each other, and mine's bigger. <laughs> sure, sure. I don't want to make you feel bad, but I do. Are you talking about the man soup when me and the two oh, Joshes gosh. were in the the, the bathing tub together? <laughs> Man soup is a much nicer word than that was used <laughs> that night. Oh, what was it? I only heard man soup. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was cock soup or dick soup or something. No, I think we were calling it, was it real dude gross. soup. Dude soup. Dude no, soup. I was hearing real, way grosser stuff. Well, you were drunk. I mean, it was. It was it, I'm just yeah, sure. <laughs> well, that was when after I got in a got fight out. with the guy at the bar when he accused all of our people oh, yeah. for destroying. The entire bar. I'm like, we didn't do it. And he's like, I didn't say you did, but I could call the cops and tell him you did. I'm like, when you guys got out of the the hot tub, there were just debris in there. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to know. I mean, oh my god. <laughs> I just. It was. If was you... it like just like a ring of filth? <laughs> no, there really probably. was a ring on the tub. I, like at least on one part of it, I remember seeing a little bit because Josh pointed it out. <laughs> there were things. There were things floating. I don't know what oh, they were. Why? I mean, it was like cloth. It wasn't like. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Lunch sure, or like that. sure. I mean, Josh was wearing brand new children's underwear. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that they'll do it. Anyway, should we end this? Guys, I don't know. Really geekly con 2015. Is this going to be there? Please put me out of my misery. <laughs> we should drink less in 2015. <laughs> no. No, we should drink more. 
Uh, if okay. you do Camp Geekly, can I be a counselor? Yes. I don't know what you're referring to. You, you don't know. Um, guys, follow us on Twitter at uh, Geekly Inc. or at DD Podcast. I'm at Thrifty Nerd. I'm at Tim Lanning. I'm at Her Lady Tompkins. I'm at Nika underscore Howard. Woo! And that was Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> that that yeah, was an awkward silence. <laughs> There's no place I can be since I found serenity. You can't take the sky from me.